prophets, religions, and books. Islam. Islam is a religion which is free of superstitions and silly tales. It rejects fallacious miracles. It accepts man not as a sinner but as Allah Ta'ala's created slave. It provides them with an industrious and prosperous life and it commands physical and spiritual cleanliness. Islam's essence is the belief in one Allah and his prophet, Hadrat Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, who is, like us, a human being and a slave of Allah Ta'ala. In Islam, a prophet is a man, but innocent and perfect. Allah Ta'ala has chosen him as his messenger to communicate his commandments to humanity. Islam recognizes all the prophets, alayhimussalam, loves them all and mentions their name with reverence. Essentially, the advent of the latest prophet is written in ancient religious books as well as in the original Torah and Bible. Hadrat Muhammad is the latest and final prophet and no other prophet will succeed him. To believe that Hadrat Muhammad is Allah Ta'ala's prophet means to believe that all the commandments and prohibitions written in the Quran Al-Kareem which he communicated are Allah Ta'ala's commandments and prohibitions. If a person who so believes does not obey some of these commandments, he does not lose his Iman, meaning his belief. That is, he does not become a non-Muslim. However, if he does not feel sorrow over disobeying even one of them, but instead boasts about this state of his, he will not have believed in the Prophet. He will lose his Iman and become a Kafir or disbeliever. If his head hangs in shame and his heart feels broken for his improper actions against Allah Ta'ala's commandments, it becomes clear that his Iman or faith is firm. The following gives an account of the fundamentals of Islam. Various rites, reforms and numerous feasts have no place in Islam and holy days very few. Islam holds it essential for people to lead an honest and chaste life. But to enjoy life at the same time, it allots only a short time for worship. Committing one's heart completely to Allah Ta'ala while worshipping is essential. Worships are done not as customs, but for entering the presence of Allah Ta'ala, for thanking and calling upon Him with all one's heart and soul. Allah Ta'ala does not accept a worship done for ostentation. In the Surah Ma'un, the Quran Al-Kareem states, O my Messenger, have you seen someone who denies the judgment, puts the orphan aside with harshness, does not promote feeding the needy? There will be a very severe torment for worshippers who are heedless of their prayers, who like to be seen at worship and who do not give the right of the poor, meaning zakat. Islam's holy book is the Quran al-Kareem. The Quran al-Kareem was revealed by Allah Ta'ala to Hadrat Muhammad and was communicated to the Sahabat al-Kiram by him. While the Qur'an al-Kareem was being revealed, it was also being recorded with great care and survives even today. None of its words has been defiled. No other religious book is as eloquent as the Qur'an al-Kareem. It has the same clarity and eloquence today that it had 14 centuries ago.
Goethe, who lived between 1749 and 1832, one of the world's most famous literary men, writes about the Quran al-Kirim in his work West-East Divan, or the German name of its original West-Ostliche Divan. The Quran contains many iterations, and we feel as if these iterations will bore us. But when we read on, gradually the book begins to attract us. Then it carries us to admiration and eventually to reverence. Besides Goethe, many other famous thinkers have felt admiration for the Quran al-Kirim. Let's quote some of them. Professor Edward Mont says, The Quran al-Kirim is the book that tells of Allah's oneness in the most clear, most sublime, most sacred and most convincing language, which can be surpassed by no other religious book. Dr. Maurice, who translated the Quran al-Kirim into French, says, The Quran al-Kirim is the most beautiful of the religious books bestowed upon mankind. Gaston Carr says, The Qur'an al-Kirim, which is the source of Islam, contains all the principles of modern civilization. This is such a clear fact that today we have to believe that our civilization is established on the fundamental principles of the Qur'an. Islam is founded on the basis of physical and spiritual cleanliness. It accumulates in itself all the overt and covert merits of all the former religions. There are five principles, religious precepts, which those who have been converted to Islam, that is, all Muslims, have to do. The first is to believe in one Allah Ta'ala, and that Hadrat Muhammad وسلم, is his prophet and created slave. The second is to perform salat or prayer as prescribed by Islam. The third is to fast. The fourth is to go on hajj or pilgrimage. The last one is to pay zakat, a special kind of yearly charity paid by the rich to poor Muslims. Performing prayer or salat is a religious rite done five times a day in their prescribed times. Before beginning the prayer, it is necessary to make an ablution, which mainly consists of washing the hands, the face, the arms and the feet. Several prayers can be performed with one ablution. The ablution has been broken for one of the reasons which too are prescribed by Islam. Praying five times a day does not hinder one's normal daily work. In fact, the prayer requiring little time can be performed anywhere as well as in a mosque. Also, there is the method of masa, meaning wiping, mests, meaning leather socks, which saves one from the obligation of washing the feet when making an ablution anew. For those who are at places without water or who are ill, it is possible for them to make an ablution with soil, a method which is called tayammum. In cases of strong necessity, such as when there is the danger of thieves on a journey or the danger of being killed, prayers can be omitted and left to qada, that is, those prayers can be performed one right after another some other time. Fasting is to abstain from doing anything that breaks one's fast only during the day for one month a year or in the month of Ramadan. One of its worldly values is in that it teaches people the meaning of hunger and thirst. 
a sated person will never know hunger or sympathize with the hungry. Fasting teaches a sated person the sufferings of a hungry person. At the same time, it drills us in self-discipline. Because fasting dates are determined according to Arabic months, each year's fast begins 10 days earlier than the previous years. Therefore, it coincides with summer months as well as with winter months. People not well enough to endure a summer fast can make qada of them, meaning perform them later in winter. And those who are too old to fast can pay their debts by giving special alms termed fidya in lieu of fasting. No force or torture takes place in Islam. Allah Ta'ala has never required one to worship at the cost of one's health, that is, to worship so much that one will get ill. Allah Ta'ala is very magnanimous, forgiving and compassionate. In other words, He is so merciful, He will forgive those who do penance. Zakat means that the Muslims who are wealthy and who possess zakat property in excess of the amount necessary to live on, meaning above the amount term nisab, will give 2.5% or 1.40th of all their property to poor Muslims once a year. People with earnings sufficient for only a basic living standard do not pay zakat. In other words, this fad or precept is valid only for wealthy Muslims. As for Hajj, it is again only for wealthy Muslims who have no debts and who are able to leave enough household subsistence for their families left behind during the journey. Hajj means to go to Mecca once in a lifetime, to visit the Kaaba and to pray to Allah Ta'ala in the open space of Arafat. This fad or obligation is also only for the Muslims who have the conditions stated above. In case there is the danger of death or illness on the way to and from Mecca or if there is trouble beyond your capacity, you do not have to go on Hajj. Instead, you send someone else who is capable to learn the details of these worships, their conditions and how they are to be performed correctly. Each of the four mathabs has a certain book called Ilmihal. There is detailed information on these kinds of worship in the five fascicles of endless bliss. It is necessary for a Muslim to read and learn how to worship from the books of his mathab which he preferred because it seemed to be easy for him to follow. Islam's worship remains between Allah Ta'ala and the slave. Allah Ta'ala alone forgives or punishes those who are negligent or guilty. Those who are to be punished will be put in the vehement fire of retribution, which we term hell. Who will remain eternally in hell? Will it be those who do not perform their prayers? Will it be those who commit sins? No. Those who will be burned eternally in hell are Allah Ta'ala's enemies. Sinners are not Allah Ta'ala's enemies. They are like a naughty, guilty child. Do parents become hostile to their disobedient child? Of course they do not. They only scold him a little but they keep loving him. Mm -hmm.